and gentlemen, you're listening to The Brit Summer Show on 93KHJ in Balsania. Wait a minute, WWNN, I'm so confused. KHJ Los Angeles. It's come to my attention that this station, WWNN, is now playing 93KHJ Boss Radio Jingles. Nobody called me about it, but no reason I can't join the party. KHJ Golden. Is it possible the new owner is a man after my own heart? I don't know. More than that on the other side. Meanwhile, I got something here for Ron the Douchebag. Don't say gay. Yay! He went away and you hung around and bothered me every night. I wouldn't go out with you. He said some things that just weren't very nice. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. Better head out on the double. You've been spreading this filth that I was untrue. So look out now, baby, because he's coming after you. He knows what you've been trying. But soon we'll be K1. He's been gone for such a long time. Now he's back and things will be divine You're gonna be sorry you were ever born Cause he's kind of big and he's magnificently strong He knows I wasn't cheating As a result, you're gonna take a beating You're a big boy now, but he'll cut you down to size I hate you and all your despicable lies. My boyfriend's back, he's gonna save my reputation. So why don't you leave like yesterday on your permanent vacation? I can see him coming. So you really better get in your Adidas and start running. You're a big boy now, but it'll cut you down to size. Cause like me, he detests your guts and all your hateful lies. My boyfriend's back, there's gonna be such a lot of trouble. It's the Brit Summer Show, and you're really listening to 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. And as far as I know, it seems like this radio station is switching to a Drake format. You know, my, my highest hopes was that they would go full service. Uh, I had no idea that, that they were going to adopt a Drake format with jingles and uh, maybe music. Who knows? It's in a transitional phase right now. And uh, hopefully I'm going to meet with the guy, the new owner, next week. And uh, probably too late for this show. You probably know the following week. But then again, I may not have a show because I might have to go back up to Orlando. And I'd anyway, if this is the case... I am very excited because uh, it's right up my uh, alley, as uh, Fred Allen would say. Boy, I'm really... Well, this is a, a very eclectic audience. I'm certain they understand what I'm talking about. Now, here's the weird part. And be patient. I'm going to get around to slamming Sammy Alito in a few minutes. But I, I just got to get this out. Uh, this is so strange. Uh, programming is running from 3 to 4 on weekdays. Air checks of the Neil Rogers show from the 1980s. Now, just for a, a real quick thumbnail background for people who aren't familiar with Neil Rogers. He was the most famous talent ever to grace the airwaves in South Florida. He was a powerhouse. He was brilliant. He was the best radio show talk show host like I don't know, ever? So good, in fact, that Howard Stern wanted him to be on his network. And that just didn't happen. And if you want to know the reason why, well, you're going to have to ask Norm Kent, 
who, uh, Godspeed, Norm. Oh, I hope you're feeling better. Thing is, though, in the early 80s and mid-80s, Neil's agent was a guy named <laughs> Saul Foos. And I guess uh, at one time, Neil felt it important that he'd better call Saul. But uh, Saul Foos went to jail for uh, reasons I don't know. And then uh, Norm Kent became Neil's agent. Might have been a little bit before. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, ask Norm. But yeah, I mean, we're talking about a radio talent that commanded an 18 share in the number 11 market in this country. And this was back just, just before Internet. Uh, but somehow, throughout the entire radio business, everybody inside the business knew the name Neil Rogers. And I had the honor and pleasure and distinction of being featured on a show for uh, 20 years, 1989 to 2009. And I have plenty of personal accounts I can share with you, but... <laughs> It would only be if I can direct this show to uh, the Neelys out there, which I know are tuning in. And there's a lot of Neil Rogers fans that have uh, fanned out uh, throughout the country now that are familiar with Neil Rogers, but they maybe they tune into my show to hear some old-time stuff that uh, Neil used to play, which is usually mine. But it's very, it's very bizarre. I, I don't understand. I've got to get to the bottom of this. I mean... They were, had to be one of the air checks they played and then cut the calls out. But it was from W-I-N-Z from <laughs> January 1987. Oh, my God. Because Neil was talking about <laughs> all these people are dead, with the exception of Ernie Sochin. Uh, not the Ernie that uh, we all know. Ernie Sochin was a radio show guy who, whose main topic of conversation was, where does the other sock always go? You have to, he would ask his audience if they've ever lost the sock and where would they find it? That was the Ernie Sochin show, which Neil was relentless about. But out of all the names that Neil dropped during the air checks, they're all dead. Linda Thornton, Barbara Capitman. Of course, Capitman was like uh, 190 years old back in 1987. And Neil was making uh, references to President Reagan, so... If you want to hear that, uh, if it's still running, I mean, it was, it's three to four weekdays on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470 WWNN. And it's, uh, it's interesting. It's great to hear Neil's voice again, who has been dead for 12 years. But uh, the mystery uh, continues. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm going to solve that mystery Someday, very soon, because I can't take it anymore. This is just too bizarre. I mean, they're, in these air checks, uh, they have uh, live spots for a beeper store and uh, uh, Sony Walkman. This is like, but people tuning in won't get it at all. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't promoted or anything. Nobody let me know. I found out the day it aired. And when I tuned in, which I usually don't because it's brokered, uh, and I don't think it's going to be brokered anymore. That's the good news. It's going to go, it would have to go commercial if this is what he has planned. And, you know, whenever a radio, throughout history, whenever a radio station was about to change format, they would either play all Elvis all day until the new format happened or all Beatles all day. And I wonder if he's going to play all Neil Rogers all day. And I, and I have been in touch with the general manager, and she's just doing what she's told. This, this guy tells her to run the Neil Rogers show three to four weekdays. And she never heard of Neil Rogers. She's young. She, and let's face it, Neil's audience was primarily male, 25 to 54. Very few women tuned in, which was a shame because uh, he, he was great with the women callers, the ones who did call in. They, people were afraid because... They thought they were calling a big gorilla in a cage. And actually, he was <laughs> far from that. Neil God. Now, bear in mind that these air checks, this is from WINZ. A good year before he went to Zeta 4, 
Or maybe it was late 87, but uh, I'm pretty, you know, it was 1988 when he went on Zeta. But this is 1010 Wins, W-I-N-Z, what you're hearing on there now. Unless they got the Zeta 4 tapes, that would be interesting. Neil wakes me up in the morning. In the morning. Neil wakes me up with a smile. With a smile, yeah. Drinking my coffee, munching on my donut. after 7 on Zeta 4, and look at that fog out there. Kind of interesting, isn't it? I can see the ghost of Rick Edwards. If they get up to WIOD 1989, uh, then you'll start hearing my stuff. Like sitting on a bench in Del Rey, Girls Don't Fart. That all it came out right around that time. And it was, I think, 1990 or 91 when uh, George Rodriguez came on the scene. It's, it's so strange for me to hear this, because George, his producer, the, the late George Rodriguez, he, he was repossessing cars at the time. He wasn't even in the business. So this this is kind of, a, it's exciting but weird to me. I mean, this is a midday. This is three to four in the afternoon. That's a highly sought after hour to broadcast. And he's running Neil Rogers air checks. Well, listen, uh, nobody called me about it. And I'm the last one alive that was involved with that show, with the exception of Norm Ken. <laughs> Did they ask me? No. I sure would like to find out from the new owner what, what he's planning to do. Because, you know, I'm hoping he goes with the Drake format. You know why? Because it was... <laughs> it was fun. It was fun radio. And that's why... And, by the way, uh, the KHJ jingles that I'm certain who's ever producing them probably has no idea that they're KHJ jingles. They were... Produced by Johnny Mann. Johnny Mann, okay, they weren't Pam's jingles. And the ones I play on this show, they're from Texas. They're the Pam's jingles. And I think it was Series 27. Those are the ones I play on my show. They've been customized by the great Johnny Lightning up in prestigious Staten Island. And I've been playing them the last 11 years. But rarely, rarely do I play the KHJ stuff because it's uh, pretty much tailored for KHJ Boss Radio uh, back in the 60s, which was uh, a flamethrower on the West Coast. Uh, on the East Coast, our flamethrower, we had two. We had WABC. 77 WABC, New York Radio. And we had WQAM. Which were uh, pretty much broadcasting twins. Both stations sounded just alike. 77 WABC. The in-south. the in-town. New York. First in the U.S. of A. But it was WABC back in its glory days when it was a real radio station that... Uh, would make or break musical talent. And KHJ was, if you got your song on one of those radio stations, you were a hit. Or you had a real good chance to have a hit. But yeah, those KHJ jingles, they were uh, the Johnny Mann Singers. And in the name of his uh, orchestra, his band, uh, the, the music backup was, <laughs> was Johnny Mann and his men. <laughs> now they used what they call intro sounders for uh, the different talent on KFI. They had one for the real Don Steele. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the real Don Steele. KHJ Los Angeles. And of course, the most famous disc jockey on the West Coast, Robert W. Morgan. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Robert W. Morgan. KHJ Los Angeles. The guy that missed the last exit to Brooklyn one time and uh, ended up on Flagstaff. That was me. Me that did that, and I never, uh, almost never got out. Nine minutes before eight, KHJ Magic Key Time with the Robert W. Morganization Process, Hollywood 19353. KHJ Weather. Will the Robert W. Morgan Weather background girl sign in, please? This is Roxanne Baby of Ramona School. For Los Angeles, low clouds through mid-morning, but mostly sunny this afternoon. High today near 75, low tonight 56. Light smog in the basin today. From KHJ, the boss of the beach for the beach. Most of booby-doo. Go ahead, Roxanne. Mostly cloudy this morning, sunny in the afternoon. A high temperature near 65. Water temperature 61. 93 KHJ, hit found. Mary Run. <laughs> a lot of people cry at that record. I just laugh a lot at it. Four minutes before eight now, KHJ Magic Key Time, Robert W. Morgan. Don Steele, the real one, is hanging out right now in front of Hollywood High School with the KHJ Boss Mustang. Where's the Boss Mustang now, Don? In the beautiful Hollywood High School coffee shop annex. <laughs> and uh, all the swingers are here. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Uh, now, let me see. I, uh, what am I supposed to say? This is the real Don Steele on the spot. With the Bustang GT. Robert W. Yeah, I won't hear radio like that anymore. And that station is pretty much dead. It's uh, you know right wing like everything else. But I've got to find out. I mean, uh, the new owner of this radio station, he owned uh, radio stations. Get this. Uh, KXXP 104.5 in Portland, Oregon. And KBUD 94.1 in Denver, Colorado. And his morning show was Bubba the Love Sponge. And the branding of the radio station was Smokin' 94.1. So it seems to me this new owner knows how to run a real radio station and maybe wants to run one now. Thing is, Neil Rogers is dead. And uh, I don't know, (laughs) all of these stations, Midwest to the Northwest, how does he know Neil Rogers? I've got to find out. Maybe he lived down here at one point. Or maybe he was in the business back then, and he heard of him then. That's the only way you could have, nationally. But you can't hire him now. I mean, it would be great if you could, but he's he's dead. He died? Uh, <laughs> my only real problem with it is if you're going to use Neil Air Checks to attract listeners to your new format, might be a good idea if you let somebody know. You know, promotions, that sort of thing. Or maybe you can get that VO guy to... Take some of the workload off of me and do some promos for it. Because I don't know where you got those KHJ beds. But it's okay by me. Hey, the guy's very good. I don't know who he is. But he's got a, he's got great pipes and uh, good production skills. Uh, and I'm even more impressed he's using Johnny Man KHJ jingle beds. Okay. Well, I tell you what. You can have the KHJs and I'll stay with the WABCs. It's fun with Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. You know something? Uh, I don't know what they're planning, but if they go up to the uh, WIOD days, that's where I started getting involved with the show. Uh, and those days between 89 and 97, that WIOD, that was one amazing radio station the lineup they had on that station i mean in addition to neil rogers who was on 10 to 2 they had rick and suds damn it the great suds coleman the amazing the extraordinary talent of phil hendry was on in the afternoon are you sure and at nighttime it was randy rhodes Broward! and then they had like a, a as every radio station should have if you're going to have, like, uh, new sports and weather, uh, their sports show was a very smart two hours, six to eight. And uh, that's all sports, sports should ever, ever be. And that's why WQAM was always in, they, Neil was carrying that radio station because ratings-wise, they were always in the trench because there were 24-hour sports. Neil was the only show, we, we were like the island <laughs> like the, the, the ship out at sea in a sea of sports. And uh, Neil came on, bam, the rating spiked. And then when the sports show started, <whistles> yeah, he kept, he, WQAM, he, he kept that station going. 
course, they paid him for it. But WIOD, that, that was golden. That was really... And you don't know it when you're in the middle of it all. George and I used to talk about this. When you're in the midst of the golden age, you, you don't realize it. And it's kind of sad because if you realize it, you'd have more fun with it. You really learn to appreciate it. I mean, back then it was just work. But you think about the kind of work, the creative work you could do back then on the air. It was, it was, it was just, well, I guess I, I should just consider it a gift because I don't know, I doubt if we'll ever see that again, especially with a lineup like that again. Now, if this new owner is, if he's going to get a WIOD lineup like that again, you know, if he did that, there'll be ratings that this town hasn't seen uh, in 12 years. If he puts a full service, full entertainment radio station on the air, instead of this brokered, uh, well, the stocks are up, the Dow Jones is down, and uh, oi, voi, voi. Once he takes all that boring crap off, he'll have a real radio station. And from all appearances, it looks like that's the way he's going to go. So keep your legs crossed, because I know mine are. Now, this is the one that really got my career started with Neil. And this was long before there was ever a Villages. Oi! My wife took the car to the mall. She drives my Buick and she's three feet tall. I wouldn't ride with her, no way. I said I'd meet her there later today So I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray Waiting for the lollipop to take me away Oi, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray With my friend Chaim Looks like it's time to check my change the bus fares don't always stay the same I'm not gonna do what Yetta tells me to do The drive at her age, she must be insane Just sitting here, resting my bones Wondering why my wife won't leave me alone We've talked it over, but I never win I just wind up slapping through the mall again so I sit on a bench in Delray Waiting for the lolly bus to take me away Oi, I'm just sitting on a bench in Delray With my friend Chaim Yeah, there he is It's about damn time I've been waiting here all damn day on this bench Where the hell have you been? Hey, hey, where the hell are you going? You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3-96.9-103.9-1470-WWNN. Normally I don't go in with the calls uh, twice in the show, but I had to make a reminder because I'll be playing a lot of KHJ jingles and uh, maybe some uh, WABC ones. Why not? I'm going to have some fun. Well, this part of the show is not going to be much fun because of this draft opinion. First of all, People way smarter than me are calling this uh, a final decision. But we don't know what's going on behind closed doors at the Supreme Court. We never do. But this uh, former mob attorney, slamming Sammy Alito, what a miserable dick this guy is. Yeah, you can say that on the air. And there's not much more I can add to this outside of the fact that this opens the door to same-sex marriage. That's next. Because apparently we have a radical, extremist, fascist, dominionist Supreme Court, the majority, that is, with three illegitimately appointed by an illegitimate president that ignore the Constitution that they're supposed to be interpreting. Rather, they're changing the laws in this country to resemble that of Sharia law. And Sharia law, as you know, means women have no rights or liberties whatsoever. They're going to start with that. And let me remind you that a year prior to the 1973 Roe decision, it was only, what, 1970? Well, I could go back as far, maybe 1971. Uh, women could not have their own credit card. 
But that changed in 1972, and it looks like back then, that period of time, uh, women's rights was on a roll. I mean, we got the uh, ERA kind of passed, but it never really was ratified. It's still there. Maybe that's a, a next step, depending on how the midterms go. Because I'm telling you something, if it... If you vote for anything with an R, and I mean thing, with an R, next to the name, this is all on you. And in regards to the midterms, uh, you hear this all the time. Your life and your rights depend on this uh, election. But usually that you hear that during a presidential election. But now, each time we have a, a major election uh, ahead of us, it's dire. The consequences are dire, and we can't afford anybody to vote for a Republican now. Look what they're doing. They're trashing and slashing and thrashing and tearing this country apart. And they're not going to stop. Like I said, the, the 2015 decision, the, the same-sex marriage, the gay rights, that's next on the Federalist Society list. You know, I never came up with all the hearings they had a couple years ago with Amy Dominionist COVID Bryant and that drunk uh, Kavanaugh. The gay rights never came up. It was all about abortion, well, you know, which is an important thing to, to, to question them on. And they uh, tap danced all the way around it. But, of, of course, they made it clear that they uh, were anti-abortion. But we can't take much more of this. This isn't a final decision, although if you read or watch the press, they're talking as if it is a, a final decision. And maybe it is. But if you thought the Million Women March was big back in uh, 2017, when the orange douchebag got in, you <laughs> look out, because it, it's really... You know something? I, I said a couple shows ago, uh, there's going to be a genital strike. I think it's going to happen. The Republic scum pinkos have swatted a hornet's nest that is filled with angry women. And if you ask me, I'd say a good 80% of the women in this country are pissed off. I say 80% because it's only a small percentage of the Amy Dominionist uh, born-again Christian uh, snake wavers out there that are the good little Christians who have no soul and believe that they can get away with anything, including murder, theft, larceny, whatever it is, whatever devious crime, any kind of insidious thing they do, on Sunday, their souls will be cleansed. Ah! That's what they use Christianity for. They hide behind it to get away with anything they want to do. And part of that is sadism. They are sadistic and mean. There's no reason for any of these draconian laws that are being passed against women, against uh, LGBT, against children by burning the books. There's no reason at all, except one. Just one stands out among all, and that is to be the meanest you can be. To have no soul, to have no heart, to not have any value for human life. Except for the fetus. Except for the fetus. Then after that, you're on your own, Pally. This is not 1973 anymore. There wasn't any internet in 1973. There was no social media in 1973. Or let's say from the women's rights movements from 66 all the way up to 72. We didn't have social media back then. Now we do. Now we can mobilize online. Back then you mobilized by pamphlet, <laughs> which... I'm afraid we may have to, as Democrats, we may have to just go back to that. But speaking of fascist republic scum, here's something you haven't seen on the news. I found this out at a uh, Democratic gathering over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Anybody living in a Republican-led state, uh, where are the proving grounds down here? Because what this guy's doing is appointing they don't believe in elected officials. They don't believe in elections. And if there are elections, they want to overturn them because they just want to be in power for like forever, like, you know, the authoritarian way. And as it turns out, this guy, uh, Ron the Douchebag, he's uh, 
just a point in a way. He's appointing people without them being in, in elected positions. Normally, he says, ah, screw the elections. I'm just going to appoint somebody. How's that? He already did it to the Broward County commissioners. We have two on there that he appoint. You elect your county commissioners here. I know in some states they are appointed, but here it's an elected seat. And he appointed two lackeys to the Broward County Commission. But here's, here's the latest, okay? The Broward County School Board, the chairwoman of, of uh, the school board, resigned in November to run, the, the, and, and she won the Senate seat in central Broward County. Uh, Rosalind Osgood, okay, good for her. But that left the seat open, and it's an electable seat. But rather than given the opportunity to have anybody elected to the seat, DeSantis jumped at it to appoint a lackey. And wait till you hear about this lackey. I mean, he's the lackiest of all the lackeys I've seen so far. This guy, (laughs) uh, all he ever did, this is what he did. He was a design consultant for a furniture store. That's his qualifications to chair the Broward County School Board. That's who DeSantis bit. Anything to wreck the administrative state, anything to destroy democracy, anything they could do. And this douchebag puts in this, <laughs> where do you hear his name? Daniel Fogenholy. Daniel Fogenholy. Now, from here on out, he's going to be known as Daniel Fangulu Gatz. And here's why he is a radical, neo fascist right-wing nutcase, and he's planning to run for office for the House. Oh, man. Um, Fangulu Gatz is the second recent Republican DeSantis has appointed to an elected county-level position. Elected! These people were no, nobody voted for the furniture designer. He appointed to an elected county-level position in a Democrat-dominated county. He tapped Terry Olston. Uh, that's the other one former chief of staff at the Florida Department of Transportation, to fill the remainder of the commissioner, Dale Holness's seat, uh, when he resigned to run for the 20th congressional seat. After, uh, and, and you know who Alcee Hastings is. He, he passed away. Oh, Danny Bafanguli, uh, he, uh, hold, <laughs> it says he holds certificates in business from Florida Atlantic University. What does that mean, certificate? Does that mean he didn't graduate? What does it mean he got half off at FAU? Certificate? This is what's going to happen. They're not going to let you vote for anybody. They're not going to let you elect anybody. They're just going to, the Republicans, that is, they're they're just going to install and appoint away. Now, the last time that this happened was in Michigan. Rick Snyder, remember that name? With his emergency managers? He was appointing into what should should have been elected positions. Uh, He appointed what was called emergency managers. And then in Flint, that's when uh, the water turned to poison. Actually, that was a test case. He didn't get away with it then, though. He was brought up on charges. Uh, DeSantis, he won't be brought up on charges because in this country, and I was going to open with this, broadcasting live from the land of eroding liberties, And practically no justice at all, because we don't have a Department of Justice, as far as I'm concerned anymore. And then this guy up in New York, this Bragg, he really did dissolve the case. He shut everything down. He let the jurists all go home. He wants nothing to do with it. And uh, next, you know, he reminds me of Bruce Cutler. Now, you probably don't remember that name, but that was the attorney for John Gotti. And uh, Bruce Cutler uh, represented all of the mob figures. And it seems to me that Alvin! Bragg is a mob guy. He's dirty. Oh, he's so dirty. And it's up to you in New York to get rid of the bum. Put somebody else in there that wants to do his job. And I don't know what Governor Kathy Hochul or Hokum is going to do about this. I guess uh, she's running for office, too, so uh, maybe she... Uh, who, who cares? Let Trump go. Everything he did was fine. The insurrection, that was fine. Uh, let her, Forget how anything of it happened. It was so long ago, a year and four months. Evidently, uh, Merrick Judy Garland, he forgot all about it. 
What insurrection? What? Where? Huh? There's, there's not. They're silent about the Matt Gates investigation in Palm Beach. The district attorney in uh, Atlanta can only put together a special grand jury because all they can do is uh, shake a fist. They can't indict Trump. So he's off. He's gone. He's good. No justice here. No matter how sinister, no matter how dirty, no matter how treasonous, there will be no repercussions. This is Merka. Do whatever the hell you want. Right, Merrick Garland? You spineless jellyfish waste of taxpayers' money, cowering under the desk. We're getting fed up over here. 93 KHJ plays more music. I could have done a better job in this bit, but I had to rush it out at the time. Sail the Lido. Who says crime don't pay? When you're on the payroll of the Goals of Nostra. A respectable man for the black hand in their pocket like so much change. Sam Alito. You're an abortion of the Supreme Court. Since you choose to consort with the civil rights rapists. Fascist pig with a crony gig. Make them pay the bid, or else they get their legs broken. Sam Alito, on your moral ground. Kiss Bush on the lips, like a moralist baker. What would Jesus do if he ever met you? He would slap your face, face and send you back to New Jersey. Yeah, thus concludes part one of the Brit Summer Show, and I will be out of town next week. So everybody listening on the ground, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, the show will still be on, and if you want to hear more, stay tuned online, because the rest of the show is there at thebritsummershow.com. Everybody else, I'll see you here next time. On 95.3, 96.9, 103.9 FM, 1470, WWNN. KHT, Los Angeles! This is the WWN Network. WWNN. You're listening to the Brit Summit Show. More music, KHT, Los Angeles! Hey, here's a little weirdo that came across my desk. It's a cover, and I'll give you a free drink if you can guess who it is. Well, she's fashionably late. And she's fashionably late. She'll never rent the scene. She'll never break a day. But she's no drag, just watch the way she walks. Century Fox, she's a 20th Century Fox, no team.
Freddy Boom Boom Cannon. And if you're puzzled by that, well, I'm just as puzzled as you are. That was a cover he made on Warner Brothers, which is the label he was on. Oh, it was two years after the original Doors version came out. And why he did it, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's pretty weird. I should have a segment on my show called Weird Remakes. Because when you think of Freddy Boom Boom Cannon, you don't think of that. When you think of Freddy Boom Boom Cannon, you think of this. A little dated now with the Alien lyrics, but uh, Miami's pretty much the same. Those hostile Cubans in Miami are smart. They changed the name to Alien Park. Exploitation is now down to a fine art. That's where the bucks are. You just head south on Lazaro Way. Until you see the human chain and giant water ride. Where you grab a tube or a raft. That's it, you're floating up to a democracy. Down, back south to Cuba. Down, underwater to drown and back around to a corrupt little town. It's the biggest park you've ever seen. Down people nature, all the toilets are clean. He'll sign his autograph like a big shot media star. And that'll park your car. It's all about how important you feel when the rest of the country thinks it's no big deal. For a calcitrant fun, go down to Alien Park. From the Roach Coach Band And rockin' music by Los Van Dan Politicians grandstand Making their demands Under a commie flag At least they're honest when they proudly claim That Cubans made Miami what it is today A swarmy toilet that sucks They now call Alien Park Down in Alien Park Hey, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, Radio Pubic, SoundCloud, and thebritsummershow.com. Yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, that's pretty weird for Freddie Boom Boom. And it wasn't even all that good. You have to wonder, what what was he trying to do? Get in on the psychedelia of uh, the late 1960s? He was locked into the early 60s. There was no escaping that. And the band he had it sounded like, it wasn't a bad band, but it, it, it sounded like they kind of weren't really in it, you know? I mean, my guitar work on my version of that song was better. I don't find wafers very filling. I don't cut holes in my sheets. I don't wrap the filling. That's Bubba Bison to me And I don't care how goddamn religious you are I'm a secular humanist pig I'm a secular humanist pig I don't need a crutch Or to join a private flock I'm a secular humanist being I'm not a fairy tale believer. Don't go to shul or mass. The lemmings stare and point their finger where well, they can kiss my ass. And I won't confess to a man who wears a dress I'm a secular humanist pig I'm a secular humanist pig That's for losers, ex-abusers, trouble drugs and telemarketing ex-cons I'm a secular humanist pig Secular human is me. 
and proudly so. I am a secular humanist pig, and I haven't gotten around to thanking everybody for contributing to the show. Special shout out to Nelson out there. Where is Nelson? Uh, I can't. <laughs> Him and I, when I get to New York, we get together, and he's coming to Florida. I don't know why, but he's coming to Florida, and uh, the time he's going to be here, I'll be in Orlando. So it's just the way things work out. The schedule is all oingapotched. Anyway, sorry, I'm going to miss you, Nelson. And those who contributed, thank you. And a very special, deeply felt thanks to Ernie. We love you. Yeah, thank you, Ernie. I, th- I think I owe you this one. It's been a while. 93 KHK plays more music. I have no pants on. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round the wonder world. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's waving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. You call that a penis? My wee-wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby. And let me show you how it works. Yeah. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. My God, is that thing real? That one goes out. Special order, Ernie. Well, it sure is reassuring to know that if you live in the state of Florida, that the governor is showing his big fat ass to the world. His short squat fat ass. To the point of where we're... Well, we've always been the butt of a joke. But now we are just a joke on the national scene. Because uh, people don't understand, the the north part of the state, north of the lake, yeah, you got your bucktooth rednecks and your old people. Down here is supposed to be more cosmopolitan, more sophisticated, more... And it's not. No. It's really snot. We're going to focus on this year's elections. A lot of governors and local officials are on the ballot this year, and some have been trying to make a splash with big stunts, like Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, and a man who has what I can only describe as green book vibes. (laughs) Now, we've talked before about his Don't Say Gay bill and Disney's belated condemnation of it. Well, last week, DeSantis took a bold step to retaliate. As promised, Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signing a law ending Disney's self-government and tax breaks. The self-government at Disney is called the Reedy Creek Improvement District. It provides fire, EMS, electricity, and other functions like any other government would. Yeah, it's true. In the part of Central Florida where Disney World is, the company technically functions as a self-contained government, providing essential services, except, crucially, a morgue. Why? Because no one, look at me, no one has ever died at Disney. And no one will ever die at Disney. Do you hear me? There is no fucking morgue at Disney. Not if you understand me. Very good. But there are plenty of signs that DeSantis didn't really think this through, with experts pointing out that the law may actually violate the contract clause of the Florida Constitution, and also that Florida state law requires the county assumes the district's debt when it's dissolved, which could mean that Orange and Osceola counties, where the district is, inherit upward of a billion dollars in bond debt. So it is no wonder that there are real concerns about all the potential disruption here. Thankfully, DeSantis had some reassuring words. We're going to take care of all that. Don't worry. This is all we, we have everything thought out. Don't let anyone tell you that somehow Disney's going to get a tax cut out of this. They're going to pay more taxes as a result of it. OK, there is just nothing more immediately off-putting than someone starting a sentence with don't worry. He sounds like a frat boy trying to reason with the cops after a noise complaint. Don't worry, man. We're going to take care of all of that. we got everything thought out. You guys want a beer or something? You want to hang out? And follow-up statements from DeSantis' office continue to be vague on details, with one spokeswoman admitting the governor's office does not have a written plan on how the dissolution will proceed. Which, of course, it doesn't. And look, 
Do I think it's bad if Disney pays more taxes? No, I don't. That would be a good thing. I don't love that it might happen not through meaningful tax reform, but on the whim of one right-wing dipshit who's scared of gay people and doesn't understand the First Amendment. But hey, <laughs> ends means what are you going to do? Florida is a disaster. And the only thing... By the way, and, and we have this uh, election coming up, where is Charlie Crist? Where is Nikki Fried? The Democratic candidates that, that are running in the primary. I haven't heard... Well, I, I saw one post on Facebook uh, from Charlie Crist, and that was it. I haven't heard from N Nikki Fried. All I see is her little glam shots. I, I haven't heard anything substantive from any, either of them, and it could possibly be attributed to we don't have any media down here. But you can't stay silent. When are the Democrats going to learn that? You can't stay silent. Look what's happening now. No more Mr. and Mrs. Nice or Ms. Nice. No more nice. They'll smack us down, just like they're doing right now. And you're going to let it happen. No more nice. Say what's on your mind. Brag about the accomplishments our party has made. The infrastructure bill. The COVID relief bill. You don't hear that. You hear, Democrats are in disarray. Well, you know, we have inflation, and that's Biden's fault. All you morons out there, here's who has inflation. The entire world. Now, he's just the president. He's not king of the world, like uh, the Satan thinks he is. The entire world is suffering from inflation, brought upon everyone by the supply chain, brought upon everyone by the greed of corporations, global corporations. That took a big hurting in 2020 during the lockdown for a year. They lost a lot of money, and now they're tripling it back. That's what's going on here. So you want to blame Biden? Biden's doing, you know something? I was never a big supporter of Biden. I have my issues with him. But considering what's going on right now, him and his staff, with the exception of the Justice Department, that sucks. But what he's doing with Ukraine, I have to say... He's doing the best possible job he can to help support that country without getting involved. I, I know they have to uh, tread nimbly afoot here, but he united NATO, who fully support the effort, and they're helping out. Germany, like I said last week, is sending their panzer tanks, <laughs> the new ones. Now, all that being said, as I mentioned a few moments ago about the Department of Justice, we don't have a, a Federal Communications Commission and Chris Ray is still head of the FBI. I mean, uh, this ain't good. We really don't have a Department of Justice. He really should get rid of this, this Mortimer Meek and put someone in there who has two BBs hanging. But other than that, I have to say he's been doing a great job uh, supporting that country. And he's trying to get the gas prices down in this country, which is kind of hard to do since the gas prices are up all over the world. And you're talking to global oil companies not just jim's oil company in texas they're global stupid hey stupid yeah but that's not what the narrative is oh it's all biden's fault you got a pimple on your ass that's biden's fault just tune in fox tonight and they'll tell you all about it why but as far as flood is concerned everything that's going wrong in this state is because of well you know who and single-handedly i might add but by now, you probably heard about who I call Madeline Cawthorn. You know, that punk that masquerades as a handicapped war vet. And the inbreds in North Carolina, they believe him? With his, with his little fake costume uniforms? That guy? The one who really lost his legs, high on cocaine driving the train, and uh, crazy drunk and totaled uh, his rental car. You never ever hear, and I can't find nothing, you never hear about if there was anybody else in that car. Just him. And of course he has to masquerade as a vet so he can get the pity votes. And he got the pity votes. And as far as his constituents are concerned, I pity them. I pity the little inbred morons. And speaking of inbred, you've probably heard by now. I mean, I have to go in, I don't, please, I don't want to go into the gory details. But Madeline Hawthorne, the anti-gay, the anti-black, the anti-LGBT, uh, the anti-this, the book burner, uh, whatever QAnon says he's got to be. Well, I'm certain you heard about the video where he's rubbing his hairy ass on his 
cousin. You can always count on the ones who point fingers and say you're a pedophile and uh, you're a commie and all this. You can always bet your bottom dollar that they're degenerate perverts. Well, baby, tonight we could do something naughty and you can rest your body right below my baby blues. It'll be a delight and I don't care how much you weigh. You can relax and stay all day because I'm enjoying the view. Just like a diver under the ocean Sometimes I find it hard to get some air Oh, but sit back and enjoy the fluid motion Just imagine to yourself that my chin's a rocking chair Just sit on my face Just sit on my face just sit on my face, a face to face. Just sit on my face, a face to face. Wrap your legs around real tight. Like you're riding in a rodeo. So I can't hear the radio. And I'll show my gratitude. We can do it all night. Then maybe you could turn around. And you could work your way on down. And I'd zip my fly way down and do whatever you choose. Just like a diver under the Sometimes I find it hard to get some air Oh, but sit back and enjoy the fluid motion Just imagine to yourself that my chin's a rocking chair Just sit on my face Just sit on my face Just sit on my face to face to face Just sit on my face to face to face 93 KHJ Raising in darkness up her big marine forest Smells like a monkey who recently farted Getting a mouthful of hair can inside me Fragments of nuts and occasional acids Various items surrounding the bubble Doesn't like shaving, I don't think that's bad though let me tongue your chocolate jungle Well, it's all right by me Squeeze no tighter on my long tongue You could break it off of me Was that a turd? Something smelled a bit right there Arching her back Cutting off all my fresh air Now she provides me that musky aroma Hasn't showered since Friday Explaining the odor My nose in her twofold She says, baby, do it But all I can think of Is finding a toothpick Let me tongue your chocolate jungle Well, it's all right for me no tighter on my long tongue You could break it off of me And so we come to the end of another Brit Summer show, of which half was fun to do. If any news breaks uh, regarding this show or what the station's going to do, I will pass it along to you, my listeners, upon approval of the general management, of course. But as it stands now, truthfully... I don't know. I don't know. Well, stay tuned to find out more, and um, maybe it'll be good news. Maybe it'll go Drake format fun, like I'm hoping, like my ne- my legs are tightly crossed. And I, I'd like to be involved with that. But then again, I might not be, because uh, apparently this guy, he don't know who I am. <laughs> he knows who Neil Rogers is, but here I am right under his nose, and he doesn't even realize I'm there. I guess because I, I look so much different now. <laughs> but as I mentioned earlier, I will not be here next week. Uh, there's some uh, family business I have to take care of regarding my mother. Uh, I will be back the following week, though, and I, I look forward to being back here with you uh, upon my return. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. The Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFloat Channel, Acast, Radio Pubic, and, of course, the thebritsummershow.com. So until next time, this is Brit Summer saying... Don't take any bullshit from him. KHD Los Angeles!